Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the His and Her Rewatch podcast. We rewatch movies that he likes. And watch movies that she likes. I'm the His Caleb, and with me as always, my exciting wife, the Her Megan. <laughs> Megan, nice face when I say exciting. <laughs> I was trying to give excitement. You gave a lot of excitement. You always do. <laughs> I think it's funny because people talk about how exciting you are all the time, and so I thought it was funny. Well, good. I love it. It fits you. You are exciting. You make life exciting. Moving right along, we are here on our 12th episode. Yeah, my pick. Your pick. And you picked... Steel Magnolias. The 1989 film, Steel Magnolias. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous to talk about this because I feel like um, out of all the movies that I've picked so far, I feel like this one might be the most loved, iconic movie um, it's also a play first and, right. then, and then was written into a movie. So I feel like that has a lot to do with it as well. So I, don't I just know, hope I do it right. Um, <laughs> hope we do it right. Yeah, I hope we do it right. I know I was studying on this and looking over stuff and the more I looked into it, I'm like, wow. I was like, I was like, oh wow, we should really, I hope we do this, this movie really well. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's as well known as some of the other ones that you do more popular, but this one... For its time period, maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel know. like it's it's a pretty big movie. Yeah, I it wasn't heard one of that it. I grew up watching a lot, but I mean, I, I remember I, I saw it. I just don't remember it as much. I remember the play. Um, I know we talked about my sister was in the play, which is hilarious because I couldn't remember <laughs> if I was in it or if my sister was in it because we both did theater. But um, I I remembered a lot of the the play like of the scenes and so I'm like thinking maybe I helped her out or I don't know but yeah it was definitely my sister she played uh Shelby in our school oh, wow. play yeah that's really neat yeah that's a big role yeah she actually even cut her hair and dyed it in real life really for the play <laughs> she cool. was committed she's committed that's right <laughs> she's about any excuse to change your hair and stuff in high school yeah probably. she did do that a lot that's true <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, she was fantastic in it. Because I remember, like I said, I felt like I was in the play with her. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's how it was. Yeah. You were jealous of her of her performance. And you were, wish you could be part of the Yeah. Part I wasn't of as it. good of an actress as she was, for sure. Hmm. Or at least the uh, theater director loved her more than I did. Oh, okay. She's my older sister, too. So I had a lot to live up to. And I let her down. <laughs> wow. I, I have sim- similar stories with band for me and my brother he's the older brother in band and just well actually our band director uh, the one that he had quit the year that i was i had one year with him and then he moved to a different school and i had a but probably similar stories yeah probably everybody goes through that oh yeah for sure you see that all the time in movies where the younger brother or or even a, a son trying to live up to a father or an older brother's name or something in the school or like in sports and stuff. But yeah, definitely. Well, since we're talking about Steel Magnolias, uh-huh. I came up with a game. I just made it up. You just made up a game for <laughs> us. All right. It's not really a game, but um, since we're talking about Steel Magnolias, which took place in Louisiana, very, very Southern lifestyle. So I came up with um, some popular southern terms and we'll see if you know what they mean <laughs> okay i already know at least most of them since i do live in the south and probably heard a lot all right well some of them are really easy but um till the cows come home till the um 
It's funny because you probably use a lot of these. I'm like, just. I use them. I'm just saying, not you oh. use them, but people just use them. You're like, just. What, is it? what, what do they say that? It says, uh, settle in. Because settle whatever in. we're talking about is going to take all day. <laughs> so just t- till the cows come home, we're going to sit here and talk or do whatever. Um, if the creek don't rise. Oh, I say that all the time. Like, I always tell it, or I remember in, um, when I was in working, we'd say, see you tomorrow. Uh, God willing, in the creek don't lie. Creek don't rise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so for those out there, it means uh, we'll be there unless something out of our control stops us. There you go. Um, I don't know. What the, I've never heard this before. But I was curious if you heard of it. Okay. A month of Sundays. Yes. Really? I've never oh, yeah. heard that. I, I, would, I say that. You yeah. ever heard of a month of Sundays? No. That's it's just like a long time. It says, this expression is another way of saying something has taken a long time or that something is unlikely to happen. Yeah. Better visit your mom. That's what I was saying. If you haven't visited <laughs> your mom in a month of Sundays, it's been too long. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I've I never use, heard I that. I use that term. Yeah. A month of Sundays? I've yeah. never heard you say that. You lie. Uh, <laughs> not, not to me. Maybe not to you. <laughs> I used to say it a lot more when I was, yeah. All yeah. right. A hill of beans. A hill of beans? <laughs> um... I don't. I don't know what. What would you? I don't know what. So the hill of beans means it's not worth a lot. Not worth a lot. Yeah. Okay. So that yep, means yep. whatever you're talking about is worth less than very little. I <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> All right. Let's see. I'll do one more. Um. Uh. Pretty as a peach. Pretty as a peach. <laughs> just. I don't know. Just keep pretty. Uh, good. Yeah. Pretty I mean, much. It's just. Yeah. I love that sign. It it's says, just a good. Um, this is a good southern saying. It says there's nothing prettier than a warm summer day picking peaches in the sunshine. <laughs> it says in fact Georgia and South Carolina produce more peaches than any other states in the South, and that's oh, yeah. true. We live right down the street from a, a peach farm. Yeah. Well, Georgia is the peach state, but South Carolina actually right, yeah. produces more peaches than Georgia. So there you go. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to get super Southern in this episode. I know, we get that Southern draw. We're going to draw it out. (laughs) We should just talk Southern the whole time. (laughs) We'll really drive people nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you reckon? (laughs) You reckon? They near killed them. (laughs) (laughs) Too big for your britches. (laughs) That's one of my favorite things. I love the britches. The britches? I say britches a lot. Yeah. The kids think it's funny. (laughs) Or uh, It was funny when I lived out in Oklahoma. I went to Oklahoma for... um, I went to Bible school for two years, and I don't have a heavy accent. Mm-hmm. I can get it. <laughs> I can I can have an accent. Uh, probably because we mostly live more in the city than out in the country. Out in the yeah. country, but when you get around other countries, cer- certain people it really yeah. draws it out for yeah. sure. It's people so, at work at your work, really, and your dad, uh, and uh, all that they all bring it out of you. <laughs> When I was, when I would come home, where I, when I lived out in Oklahoma, the people that would meet me because they were they were from all over different, over all over the country and either in other countries, and they would I would tell them where I was from and they were like, oh, you don't really have much of an accent. And then I would come home, and I would go back, and then they would say, oh yeah, I hear it when you come back. <laughs> and so it would I would have more of an accent when I would. Spend more time in the South or at home. Yeah, it kind of rubs back off on you. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure it does. Yeah, because I'm actually not from here. I'm from North Carolina. You're still the South. It's not the same. 
it's I know it's not same. like, well, there's all parts of different South. I mean, you've got like. Yeah, I actually was raised here, but my whole family is from North Carolina. Right. Both my mom and my dad. So, but my well, mom, I feel like she has more of a Southern accent than I do. Yeah. I don't well, she's know. married to Terry. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Southern as it comes. He he's, from, says, he's from Edgefield. Yeah, he's he from... still says tur and fur, <laughs> and that's tire and fire for anyone who doesn't know what that is. <laughs> well, this movie is like Louisiana, which is like a wholly, totally oh, different yeah. accent. Louisiana. In the bayou. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, you've got like Dolly Parton, who's in the movie, like. You listen, she has her own accent, which is more Hills, Tennessee Hills. Yeah, she's from Tennessee. Yeah. And so I know I have a lot of family that live up in Tennessee, and oh they my have. Oh gosh, they're so country. Oh man, it is country. The slow talk. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where you get it from. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's um, there's definitely a lot of accents in this movie, Southern accents, and uh, which which we could, we'll talk about some of that too, but. We'll go. Well, that was fun. I like that. Yeah, thank you. I'm like a little that. surprising you with what we're going to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> he I, hates probably, it. I wish I, I mean, I probably could have come up with some. We could have gone off. Oh, my bad. Going back and forth. I just like giving you, yeah. I like getting your real reaction, though. Yeah. Yeah, because I, my, <laughs> my true exact- reactions suck a lot of no! times. No. No. That's <laughs> like exciting. Su- That's how our life is so exciting. I like to su- keep you on your toes. I know. I hate surprises. <laughs> I know, I always disappoint Megan whenever she's trying to it's do something. Not always, but sometimes. No, whenever she's trying to do something like really out there and really trying to surprise me and get a good reaction, I never react the way she wants to. <laughs> yeah, and I've learned and don't do it anymore. Yeah. It's more like gifts go. Yeah. Like that's gifts. No, yeah, yeah, anything yeah. else I don't. I, I, I like to surprise you here and there. Little, little things. Yeah. So that I've learned. But I always, I guess I'm very guarded when stuff, like even like doing these games, on here, I'm like, when you bring something new, I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> You're like, great. <laughs> Where's this going? Am I going to embarrass myself? or? <laughs> You're more calculated, and I'm more fly by the seat of her pants. Yep. So yep. that's kind of how it goes. <laughs> I definitely, I, I definitely a thinker before I act. It's yeah, a, which is that's because what I, so great together. Yeah, I think that's what makes this, this podcast a little harder for me because I just, I like to think out my thoughts first and you're like just here's what you get here's what you get <laughs> here it is <laughs> like it or love it no apologies <laughs> <laughs> all right go in on the film facts caleb all right go into the boring stuff megan's favorite part i'll try to <laughs> we'll try to get around into it i don't know we'll talk about some things and people would um but so we watched uh the 1989 steel magnolias I don't want to have to kill you. Don't you threaten me, Drummy. Drum would never, ever point a gun at a lady. Your husband is a boil on the butt of humanity. TriStar Pictures presents... Well, this is it. You're finally rid of me. Sally Field. I think you'll be back every now and then. Dolly Parton. How's your family? Louis brought his girlfriend home, and the nicest thing I can say about her is all of her tattoos are spelled correctly. Oh, I'm Ugh, leave me alone. Shirley MacLaine. I'm not crazy, Malin. I've just been in a very bad mood for 40 years. Daryl Hannah. Miss Trudy, I swear to you that my personal tragedy will not interfere with my ability to do good hair. Olympia Dukakis. Looks like two pigs fighting on the blanket. <laughs> Julia Roberts. I'm going to make you very happy. I want a child of my own. You poor body. 
body has been through so much. Why would you deliberately do this to yourself? Diabetics have healthy babies all the you time. You are special, Shelby. Time has made them close. Life. She's gonna have a baby. Go get a doctor. Has made them friends. <laughs> Steel Magnolias, the funniest movie that will ever make you cry. Steel Magnolias was released on uh, November 15th, 1989. Uh, what was the number one movie of 1989? I don't know why this came to my head, but um, Home Alone. No, it's Batman. <laughs> oh, we already talked we about talked this. We talked about this one. Yeah, so this is our first. That was about our first episode. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. It was like two <laughs> months ago. I don't even know if Home Alone was around that time. I don't know why that popped in my head. Home Alone was 91? Probably because Christmas I think it was 91. Up. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. It's on my head. Yeah. That was... Uh, that was Yeah. Batman was in a boy movie and Still Magnolias, which had a budget of... Oh, crap. Um, had a budget of $15 million. It made $96.8 million Holy at the box cow. office. So that's a pretty good... That's for this movie. I think that was, I think that was great. I yeah. mean, I, I could tell it was a little bit low, more, a little more, a little bit more low budget. Low I mean, budget. It, it was you could. I don't know if you could tell, but me knowing and also seeing the play, it was very much shot like a play. Mm-hmm. Um, very little scenes. Like it was like one scene, one scene, then repeated a scene. And they all know? and they did everything in the same town. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, what was the name of that town? I had to do a pronunciation. Uh, I couldn't even. Tell you. No, it was which which Nakaka's Hold on, hold on. Let's see if it does the audio because I have this on. Uh, I have this on Google. I'm gonna turn up the volume on the. Let's see if it does it. Nakadish. Nakadish. I don't know. I thought it was Nakakadish. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, Louisiana. This yeah. was this was shot <laughs> in Louisiana, Louisiana, and it was shot in the same. Everything was in the same town. That was actually the playwright's hometown. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Which was too. Robert Harling. Robert Harling. Yes, uh, yeah. and he had a lot to, to a lot of say so in this movie as well. Yeah, and we'll get it. I mean, I, the script is literally the movie. I mean, the playwright is literally the movie. Yeah. Yeah, like there was a lot of famous lines that I remember. Well, that's what. See, I was when I started doing the research, and I saw his his name attached to the writer. And I looked at it, and IMDb didn't have much about him, and so I kind of just like glossed over it. And then I started getting to the director and the cast and stuff. And then I started looking up some other stuff. I'm like, wait a second, Robert Harling is like this movie is very important and significant to him. And I and like I said, he not only wrote the play, he wrote the screenplay for Steel Magnolias, but it is also based on his real life story of his sister Susan Harling Robinson, who passed away from. Uh, diabetic from, from, from complication diabetes, of yeah. diabetes and so it was about so he wrote this story as a tribute to her and it started as a short story he wanted to write a short story but it ended up turning into a play um and so it was like i, I just was looking at some of these facts and some of the stuff that his his hand and the reason why he wrote it and and um was just it, it was just I couldn't obviously couldn't leave him out of right, uh, no, just talking sure, about. Yeah. yeah, I said that it only took him ten days to write this play. Ten days, yeah. Ten wow. days, yeah. It said he has a quote here. It says the events that inspired it were so powerful that after I found the story arena, it just poured out into my typewriter in a twenty four seven tsunami of southernness. I love that wow. quote. Yeah, <laughs> a tsunami of southernness. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> that's 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 great. Um. 
I also saw, and I try to find out where I, I saw it, and I couldn't find it, but uh, I'll try to summarize what what I read. But they it said that Robert's last conversation he had with his sister, talking about how it was hard for him to be a writer and to get to to get stuff taken serious. It was just hard to get his foot in the door of writing in in the writing um, industry and everything. So. Uh, and she said she's she's sorry. She wished she could do something to really help him to, you know, to break through and everything. And then this then he wrote this and this was his first writing that took him serious. The, the the writing that took him serious that he got notoriety for. Right. And that got him his start in, in the writing industry. So I mean, what world. a cool so, way to honor your sister. Yeah. I mean, this movie is still going. You know what I mean? And like that's that's super cool. Yeah, it's, I also read that he said um, the leading characters in most of his plays and his screenplays are women. Oh wow! So I bet that has a lot to do with him being close to his sister and his mom. Yeah, I saw that he he had a lot of conversations with um, like some of the cast and stuff in the movie during it, and they were they, they, I think he inspired they inspired a lot of other of things that he wrote later on and everything. So it's cool. We'll probably talk about him a little bit more as we go on. Um, it's some of the scenes and stuff that we um, we have. Director Herbert Ross. Uh, he passed away in two thousand and one um, at seventy four for of heart failure. Uh, he was known for directing Footloose, um, and then I saw this was great. Um, one of my favorite movies. That's kind of one of those sleeper movies that not not a lot of people know about, okay. but it's Undercover Blues. Have you ever seen that? Yes, Blues? with um, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, and what's the other guy? It's got uh, Stacy uh, Tukey. No, it's not him thinking. I'm thinking of him yeah. my favorite. What's the? Uh, um, oh shoot, what's the other guy? He was played on the Flintstones. Is that the same guy? No, uh, no, he's not. You're talking about um, oh, it's, John I'm Goodman? Think, yeah, I'm thinking about something else. But no, no, I have seen that movie too. No, yeah. Undercover Blues, me and me and my best friend growing I up. I remember you talking about those. that movie too. Yeah, yeah I quote that it. movie all the time. <laughs> Stacey Tucci. Uh, is that how you say his name? Stacey Tucci? I think it's Tukey. Tukey, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he is hilarious. He's, he plays this like bumbling, like just uh, uh, like a... Um, just tries to rob people and then he gets involved. Because Dennis Quaid's character is... And his wife are retired CIA like spies, uh-huh. and they're retired. They're trying to get him back in to do this one job, and they're in Louisiana too. They're in oh, New wow. Orleans in that in that in that movie. But it's so funny. He just he just shows up. I don't know. It's, we should watch that movie again. We should. I have. A, I, I, actually, I think you showed it to me when we were dating. Probably watched it, or maybe looked, Oklahoma or something. I feel I like looked, we watched it together, but it was a long time ago. Yeah, and I think I fell asleep. <laughs> and I, um. I looked it up one time to see where I could even find. It. I couldn't even find it on any streaming service really? or anything. Oh. It was like a year or so ago. I was like, I want to watch this movie, and then we're trying to find some content to watch. And if I could find that one, we'll watch that one. Undercover okay. Blues is great. It's from a 1993 movie. So, but others, I, I saw that one. I'm like, I just brought back a lot of memories. Oh. Um, and this cast. Can we just talk about this? How great this yeah, cast this is. This cast is phenomenal. It's like amazing. Yeah. Uh, Sally Field uh, plays Malin. Um, she's a two-time Oscar winner. Even before this movie, uh, she was two two-time Oscar winner. Um, she played uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, yes. one of your favorite. She plays Forrest Gump. She uh, Forrest's mom. 
That's right. Um, she plays Aunt May in The Amazing Spider-Man. That's right. Two, yeah. The two Amazing Spider-Man movies. Uh, she's just phenomenal. Yeah, she can literally play anything. Yeah, she just ha- she has a great long career. Um, I don't know how she did not get an Oscar nomination from this I movie. Don't I don't know how any of them didn't like. Yeah, well, Julie Roberts got an Oscar nomination. Oh, she did. Okay. She got an Oscar nomination uh, for for supporting. her supporting role, uh, which guy, which was really the start of her career. Right. That was. That really got her on the map for for this movie. Um, yeah, they said I was like I always find it fascinating, like who could have played characters, and especially iconic. Yeah, characters, like I'm like I couldn't see anyone characters. else in this, you know. Like we talked about with Pretty Woman and everything. Yeah, I said um, originally Winona Ryder was considered for the part of Shelby, um, but producers decided she was too young, and so instead they settled. They had settled on Meg Ryan. Okay, I did who, see Meg Ryan. Yeah, who, she was, but then she committed to a role before dropping out for a little film called When Harry Met Sally. This <laughs> <laughs> came out that same year. Yes. Yeah. So she possibly couldn't do both. And then they said that's when Julia Roberts stepped in and um, he had a quote and it said, she walked into the room and that smile lit up everything. Oh, yeah. And that was, and we talked was about done. that. Yeah. We talked about that in our Pretty Woman episode. Yeah. Uh, we talked a lot about this. Was Julia after Roberts. Pretty Woman, right? This was before Pretty Woman. Pretty full before. Yeah. Are you sure? yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. This one came out in '89, and Pretty Woman came out in '90. Um, yeah, 1990. So oh, okay. This was yeah that she did those I guess back to back, but yeah, this role really got her on the map, and it was funny because you were talking about we talked about her being in this movie, and you were saying that she really wasn't in the movie. Very much, but she really was a. She in the was. Movie a I lot. mean, I, I couldn't remember. I mean, I haven't seen this movie in a long time, and so I couldn't really remember. But yeah, no, she was in it a lot. I mean, like, I mean, no, she did die, but it was in the spoiler, end. But yeah, yeah. spoiler, alert. <laughs> spoiler, alert. spoiler. Um, well, you kept saying that you said that she wasn't in the movie long, and then we watched the movie, and you could see it from the beginning. And you're like, okay, she's going to die in this movie, and so I was just like waiting for the shoe to drop, like for. <laughs> Most of the movie that she was going to die, but she lasted a longer. She yeah. lasted a long, but anyway, that's not. Well, so in the play, actually, so in the actual play, the whole hospital scene is not a scene. Mm. Like, so that was all added in for the movie purposes. Obviously, it would be really hard to have a hospital scene in a play. Mm-hmm. So all that is added. So it kind of just cuts from like, and that's why, like in that in that last scene with the funeral scene, she talks a lot about what happened because. We didn't see it as in the play, you know. Oh, gotcha. So, um, but I thought it was pretty cool. They said, I don't know if you saw this, but um, during the hospital scene, all those nurses that were in and out of the room with them were actual nurses that were there with his sister when she yeah. passed. Yeah, I saw the one. They the only one I, I saw that they said the the nurse that turned off the machine, oh. the life support, was the one that was taking care of her till the end. The the uh, Susan. Okay. The, yeah. Um, I just I didn't say who. I just said some of them. <laughs> so I yeah, know. I don't know some of them. Yeah, and you know this is obviously stories and stuff we're looking up. So there's <laughs> yeah. some version of this correct. <laughs> yeah, some version of that's correct. And also, I'll go ahead and say that the the um, the the priest that was that married uh-huh. um, Shelby and the one that was there at the funeral is actually the writer, is actually... Um, oh, Harling? Har- Robert Harling. Wow, that was okay. Him. That's cool. Yeah. How and, cool is that? Yeah. And so, uh, and also, um, this one kind of hit me kind of 
kind of hard. It was um, Harling's mother, which I couldn't find her name again. I wasn't going to tell her name, but Harling's mother was on set of the day they shot the life support scene. You saw this? Mm-hmm. Okay. The, yeah, so she was on set, and Robert suggested that she leave for that part because she, he knew he knew it was going to be hard for her to watch because, I mean, this is depicting real life, yeah. obviously. And so, But she insisted on staying because she, she became friends with Julia Roberts, and so she wanted to stay to see Julia get up after the scene because she never got to see her daughter get up. Yeah. I was like, ooh. Yeah, I know. That's so sad. <laughs> That's so sad. Uh, but it's just such a tribute. And they knew it was a tribute. And that was cool that she was there to see yeah. some of the film. And uh, so that was, that, I thought that was that was very touching to have those moments in the film for, for, for them. But moving on to, uh, you know, we talked about Julie Roberts. She plays Shelby. Um Dolly Parton is in this. Mm-hmm. Now she's a country music icon. Everybody knows the, the Truvy. Yeah, she's uh, Truvy. Yeah, uh, she plays the the salon owner, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what they said. They the the play the most of the play was set in the salon. Right. Yeah, most of the scene. So yeah, like the end scene was also in the salon. Okay, they didn't have a funeral. Right. Obviously, because that's a different, completely different scene. Right, a different <laughs> so set. So it was you either know, yeah. So it was either like Malin's house. Or the salon. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah, it was pretty much the whole salon, yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, the movie had a lot of scenes in the salon. Those are like my favorite scenes, by the way. No, it was good. Those, that, those awesome. scenes were great. I mean, we can talk about the conversations that all these women yeah. had together. But <laughs> it just really built, those scenes really built the characters and moved the story along. And, right. Um, and their friendship. The, the Because as you're watching the movie, I didn't know where this was going, obviously. I didn't know... You know, you got Weezer coming in there, and I don't know what, how what role she was kind of playing. I thought she was the antagonist or something the whole time, but she ends up being all these friends, uh, and so that's what the salon scenes really solidified the friendships and the bonds that they had, which you needed at the end of the movie. That really, um, you know, just shows you know women's friendship and they're, right. they're strong. Yeah, I mean that's so, kind of that's really what the movie is all about is your community and like yeah, friendships. friends yeah yeah being Supporting there for each, support yeah. each other that's right uh you got uh shirley mclean as weezer <laughs> i just i love her so much <laughs> first of all the name weezer is the um, awesomest <laughs> is the coolest name I know. for any character ever yeah uh and so if if oh, this this really weird spelling of weezer if i, I didn't know, know how, if i didn't know the name weezer i wouldn't have known what that actually said but um, and I was thinking, I was like, where did I see her recently in something? But she plays Elf Polly in yes. Noel. <laughs> yes, that's where I, I thought of that too. <laughs> okay. Uh, she, and, and I was trying to remember, they said she was in two episodes of Only Murders in the Building. Uh, we watched oh. that show, but I don't know what season that would have been. I'm trying to remember huh. if she was one of the attendants. Maybe she, yeah, maybe one of the people lived in the building. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's great. I mean, she's yeah, had a long, successful career so too. All these, all these ladies have. All right, then you have Olympia Dukakis. Uh, she was great, opposite of of um, Weezer. <laughs> yeah, she was so funny. Yeah, uh, turns I love out, their scenes together. <laughs> oh my gosh, she was great. It turns out she passed away in two thousand and twenty one at eighty nine, but she had a she had a nice career too. I don't I don't remember know her from much. Other people probably do, but but yeah, she's great. Uh, the dynamic between her and 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 um, Weezer yeah, was, yeah. was 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 hilarious. Yeah, and yeah, we'll talk about that last scene together of them together and all that. 
then the father has got um, Tom Scarrett, I think. Scarrett? Sure. Um, he plays drum. The, the father, he was an aliens contact. And then he played in uh, Top Gun. I remember him from Top Gun. It's one of them. Oh, yeah. So I just see some of that stuff and I just want to throw them in there. <laughs> uh, so like you said you hadn't seen this in a while haven't seen this in a while I you had... can't forget about Dylan McDermott Shelby's fiance or Shelby's husband oh yeah yeah Dylan McDermott yeah Dylan McDermott wasn't he in X-Files was he was he in... in was that that oh The Practice The Practice that's it yes, the, practice. the Practice and he was also in Miracle on 34th Street. That's right, yeah. The 1994 yeah. movie, I think. Yeah. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Him and Julie Roberts actually were in a relationship. Yeah, they started dating. She was with um, um, Liam Neeson. Oh, I think I heard yes. so that. She was, with, he was, she was with Liam Neeson before this movie. She broke up with him and got with Dylan McDermott. Mm. And they actually ended up getting engaged. What? But never married. And then they split in 1990. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well. Yeah. I didn't know any of that. I was like, she keeps her love life very private. Yeah. She was, it was probably a lot. Uh, during that time when she was first to get it. I mean, she was probably all about. They were probably all about the paparazzi and yeah. new stories for her. She was big up and comer. Yeah. Um. Then, especially with I just this and pretty wasn't woman, because I was like five. Yeah, you wouldn't keep up with that. <laughs> Actually, no, I was like four, <laughs> three, four. Yeah, you were. Yeah, I would not have seen this in theaters for sure. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, you had never. I had never seen this movie. I have. Right. I didn't know anything about it. I'd heard this movie. I've heard, you know, the name of the movie and all that, but never seen it. Never had an opportunity to see it that I know of. <laughs> Didn't know it was a play. It's a great play. I mean, it's it's a great movie because I mean it's made it's made right off the play. But yeah, yeah, it's really good. Well, the play, theater. and I saw too, and this this true that the play didn't have any male in it. Didn't have any men in it. Correct. They wrote the male parts for the movie. Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah I did yeah. see that. And, um, yeah, it's a very small cast. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. So. Yeah, actually, I think I'm, I'm trying to remember. It's been a long time since I've seen the play as well since I was in high school. I think it all did set in the in the salon. I think it was all set in the salon. Really? I believe so. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I guess you can adapt it to whatever play, whichever theater you want, but I'm pretty sure it's made to be only one scene, one scene play. Because like you said, he was trying to make it a short story, mm-hmm. so it kind of made it into just a salon. Gotcha. Like everything else was just kind of talked about. Like, I have yeah. Like I, said, I had no idea it was a play. And I would have, I have nothing to. But to I could be with. wrong. But I'm pretty sure because the only scenes that I remember from watching the play were the ones in the salon. But those were also the best scenes. So there you go. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to remember. Like you said, all the memorable scenes, like the end and yeah. everything. Were, I remember those were yes. We're in the if if those were in the salon, you're gonna remember that. Probably a big, beautiful set. You know, if you're gonna use that as as your base for all the scenes. Right. Yeah. So, since you haven't seen it before, how do you feel about this movie so far? So, or not so far, but now that you've watched it, now that I watched it, yeah. So I was, I was pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. Okay. I mean, I didn't have any expectations okay. going into the movie. I didn't, like I said, I didn't know what the movie was about. Didn't know what to expect. Like I said, I only knew some of the character, the cast that was in it. Um, you know. I, I I really enjoyed it. Good. I enjoyed this movie, and you know, this is a drama and a 
comedy. You know, right. it's a drama first, and then it's really layered heavily with comedy. Yeah, it's a drama com. Drama com. <laughs> I just made that up. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Super catchy. <laughs> it's catching on. We're gonna put it on the internet. It's the it's the new phrase for the this year. Oh man, I'm tired, y'all. I keep yawning too. I'm so sorry. You're not boring. I'm just tired. I'm uh, sure. <laughs> Delusional. No, uh, I mean this movie has a ton of one-liners. Yeah. I mean, this is slap full of one-liners. Yeah. Uh, probably the. You could probably, out of all the movies we've done so far, you could probably pick more quotable scenes or one-liners than this than any other. Even the James Bond movie. Yeah. I don't know. Clu- is, Clueless is pretty close. Pretty, Clueless, Clueless yeah. is pretty close. You know you hated it. it and James was, Bond always has the, yeah. the one-liners in it anyway. No. But, but yeah, that's what I love about that. I love his quote was like when he wrote this, he said it was like a tsunami of southernness. Like <laughs> that's really what it was. Yeah. It was a tsunami of southern one-liners. Yeah. <laughs> that I thought that they're just so great. Well, if you want to go in quotes, we can start talking about well, quotes. Well, we can quote, we can quote during well, the so whole this is what I did. So okay. I couldn't just pick one. I just couldn't pick like a ton of quotes. So what I did is I picked my favorite quote for each character. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll do that when we get to quotes. Oh, now you gotta wait. Now you gotta wait. Okay. Tease people. You gotta stay to the end. So <laughs> we get to quotes. That's not going down order. We have to go in order. So you no, want to talk about kidding. your favorite actor? No, we talk about the scenes. Okay. Talk about the scenes. <laughs> You're taking over, Megan's taking over. I'm just trying to move it along. No, I'm moving it along. I was trying to tell you how I feel about it. Now we're moving down to the scenes. Sorry, I I, I like to jump around. Yeah, you do. You're like... (laughs) I like to make it fluid. No, I was just... Okay, we'll talk about the scenes that we liked. Okay. Over over the scenes. All right, uh, you go first. In no particular order. (laughs) Now, the the wedding scene was great. The whole... There's a good bit in the beginning that's... There's a lot of... A lot of that beginning part is uh, um, the wedding. Yeah, a lot getting of getting ready parts, for the wedding. Yeah. A lot of stuff a lot going, going on. on. <laughs> a lot going on. The, Not quite as much as Moulin Rouge. <laughs> no, no, I could follow this one. I was all in it for this. <laughs> and so you're introducing a lot of characters, a lot of, like you said, mo- a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Uh, and then you don't get, you don't even get some of the other characters until you, until they leave the setup and go to the salon. Right. And you meet the other ones, but you meet the dad, you meet Weezer. Uh, Sally or um, uh, Madeline, Madeline and, yeah. and then um, uh, Shelby. You meet all those there. And the dad, oh my God, him shooting, trying to scare the birds <laughs> away. It kept going on. It was hilarious. <laughs> now that whole part, that whole scene is in the play. I can't remember where it took place at, but I vividly remember that because like they had a soundtrack of like the pow, 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 pow. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I love his. Re- I love him and Weezer together are just hilarious. Oh yeah, they have so many one-liners <laughs> to each other. Yeah. That's so great. I know. I know. I was doing when I was doing the quotes. I'm like, I had to skip some of them. I'm like, this is great, but I just can't. Yeah. Put all these in here uh the uh the condom car <laughs> no. oh my god that was that was one of my favorites as well that was so funny <laughs> oh that was great and it was wait, the way her mom i can't remember what she said but oh i have a quote said, the what she said about <laughs> how she uh she said, don't you decorate your sister's car with condoms it's tacky <laughs> <laughs> no that's not because that's their least worry is yeah, that it's tacky it's tacky but it was when she says, "What did they do to the car?" When they pulled, oh, your your brothers pulled the car around. And like, what did they do to it? She goes, "Well, if y'all are wanting to practice safe sex, you wouldn't have a problem yeah, or something like, like that." Like you're good to go or something yeah. like that. that. Something was so like that. Funny. <laughs> it was so bad. 
Uh, and then we meet Weezer, and she comes in there, uh, and then the back and forth with uh, the dad beginning uh, with that was that was hilarious. And he throws, well, she threw all the bullets in the pool. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't know. She said something about I don't know. About yeah. Then dying. he comes out with the bow and arrow with the firecrackers oh on it. That was hilarious. That was so funny. <laughs> that scared. That, that's when the lady, the women were already at the salon yeah. and stuff, and then that brought them back home, but. The, uh, and then that poor dog that Weezer oh, had the whole time. It was like losing its hair the whole time. I know, because it was, cause so, it was so, had so much anxiety. Probably <laughs> <laughs> from living with her. Yeah, yeah it's no joke. Um, the locker room. <laughs> the locker room. <laughs> when, Weezer, when Weezer's sitting in the locker oh, room. Oh, <laughs> golly. <laughs> I was watching, I'm like, and she's like, look at all the butts as the guys are going by. I was like, this is way I forgot too, about that. This is way too many butts in here. I was like, I don't know how this movie is not PG-13. It's a PG movie. Yeah, that was a lot. That was, was a, a lot. That was a close call and there for was a couple a, of them. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, ooh, what am I going to do here? What are we going with this? <laughs> Her reaction was, was, was hilarious. But then, um, and then, like, I was, and also, I don't know, I don't know how it was PG because you had all, you had a lot of, you had a pretty good amount of cuss words. It wasn't a lot. It wasn't too heavy. Yeah. But there were some very heavy parts, too. Yeah. You know, I was like, I'm not going to let my, you know, 10, 8-year-old watch this, uh, watch this movie. Yeah, I don't know why it was rated PG. I thought I it was rated PG thirteen. That's the eighties for you, I guess. Uh, and we kind of talked about the the uh, beauty salon scenes. There are a lot of a lot of good ones. Yeah. Um, particularly the, I mean, when we get that first one when when Shelby's getting her hair done, and then you know we've had a good like few minutes of this movie that's just good fun, um, funny moment. A lot of good funny moments. You know, introducing a lot of characters. And then she has this diabetic episode. And I'm like, oh wow, this thing, this this movie's going somewhere deep. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, and, the whole like feel of the scene completely changes. Oh gosh. And, yeah. And you didn't know. I thought she was just getting anxiety all of a sudden. And then the whole, you know, actually they want to give her some orange juice and some candy and stuff. I'm like, oh wow, she has, she's she's going, you know, diabetic shock or something yeah. or whatever. And so she's having an episode here and. Uh, you know, you know, the mom obviously knows what's going on and, um, I guess everybody did except for, um, the new girl. The new yeah. girl yeah. And so they're, they're trying to downplay it a little bit. Um, and obviously I'm like thinking, well, man, but I, I'm, I, that scene must've been the scene that Julie Roberts gets her Oscar nomination for because she like, I mean, she really sold that scene. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she did really awesome in that scene, but all, yeah, all the scenes from them in the salon, I was trying to, that one scene, I think when they tell her, I think it's the one that they, Shelby tells, Shelby and her mom tell everybody that she's given her a kidney, that mom's given her a yeah. kidney. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a really, that, that scene was good. The whole writing of that whole scene was great and Weezer in there. Um, I don't know, that that one really stood, that one particularly stood out a lot to me uh, as far as the uh, salon scenes. Yeah. That was really good. Like I was gonna say the um that like you're talking about that first scene um okay. in the salon, but the I like the I guess the part before that was just the blush and bat or blush oh, and bashful yeah. okay, colors yeah, yeah. of her of her wedding. That's right. <laughs> That's yeah. a really famous uh, not famous but a really popular TikTok voice. Um, what do you call it? Uh, voiceover like a not voiceover but like sound yeah okay. like a, a popular TikTok sound is the blush and bashful um, monologue part. Uh huh. Yeah. You had that quote. 
I don't. Do you have that book? I think I do have it on here. <laughs> All I have is the blush and bashful. My colors are blush and bashful. They're pink and pink. <laughs> They're blush and bashful. Yeah, she goes. What are your colors, Shelby? They're blush and bashful. Her colors are pink and pink. My colors are blush and bashful, Mama. How precious is this wedding gonna get, I ask you? My colors are blush and bashful. I have chosen two shades of pink. One is much deeper than the other. But the bridesmaids' dresses, they are really beautiful. Ceremony will be, too. The walls are banked with sprays of flowers in my two shades of blush and bashful. Pink carpets specially laid out for my service. And pink silk bunting draped over anything that would stand still. That sanctuary looks like it's been hosed down with Pepto-Bismol. I like pink. Pink is my signature color. And then, and then that leads into the, the, at the wedding, when they're having the wedding. <laughs> and Valencia, like the sanctuary looks like it's been hosed down with Pepto-Bismol. Pepto-Bismol, yeah. <laughs> No, it totally was. Yeah, no. I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is eighties puke right here. Yeah. Um, I know. I like all the all the salon scenes are great. Like you said, um, I always find it funny because um, I always feel like Weezer always reminds. Like I felt like after watching this now that I'm a mom and everything, like it just hit me different, you know. With definitely. but for each person like each person i can relate to like okay. obviously you know malin i related to her a lot even with shelby when she was a young mom like i totally related to all that and all the struggles you know i don't have diabetes but i can only imagine be having diabetes and being a mom and how hard that is on your body and just being tired um but yeah the 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 fact that weezer had a, a line i can't remember exactly the whole line but it was something about um, being in a bad mood for 40 years. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I had that one written down. <laughs> That's just a reminder about all moms, how they feel like they've been in a bad mood for she goes, well Weez- over 40 years. <laughs> yeah, it says, Weezer says, I'm not crazy. I've just been in a very bad mood for 40 years. Yeah. I'm not crazy, Malin. I've just been in a very bad mood for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um, the funeral scene, it's not my favorite scene, but it is, you know, obviously... The most powerful. The most powerful. I did have that one, the cemetery scene, as, as my favorite scene. Yeah. Um, that one put it over the top for me. Yeah. Like, um, like it been, you know, it's funny because not funny, haha, but uh, that's a. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> that's an undercover blues moment. He says, "Funny, haha, funny, interesting." Oh, is that where that's from? That's where that's from. All the time. I do. <laughs> uh, then he, but you know, the last movie because we had talked about in Rudy. That that movie started, you know, with tragedy, with his with his friend dying, right. and it was like a whole build up to a big, like, happy, yeah. happy, happy, yeah. joyous moment at the end. This movie really is quite the opposite. Yeah. We have a big celebration and the best moment of her life, of Shelby's life, getting married and everything, and um, big celebration, and then it ends. Um, not the very end, but it really ends. Uh, it's just, you could see the foreshadow the whole time. It's about, it's coming, it's coming that this is not going to, she, you know, she's, she, something's tragedy, something tragic is going to happen in this movie. So it's quite the opposite of our last movie, but it still has a very, both of them are very impactful, obviously for the, for the story. But this one, um, I know the whole death scene when she, you know, she passes away then they go to the funeral and I'm like, man, this is tough. You know, I was, I, I was, 
you know, choked up a lot yeah. during, during the, during the death and during the initial funeral portion. But when Sally Fields, or I call her Fields, because in Sally Field, um, when she has it's that, that breakdown yeah. in, in the cemetery. I feel like it came out of nowhere too. Like it, it kind of, like, it kind of shocks you. Yeah. But it's like, you can see that. You get it. Yeah. Like yeah. she had to have that moment. Yeah. Like everybody has that moment when they go through, like they have to have that just break out like yeah. so most people do it on their own they just some people it takes them a while some yeah. people just bottle up and don't know how to process but you know she was there you know and, and her friends are can see that something's wrong and they all go to her and it's a really powerful moment where they're all saying to their you know spouses or their um, family that you know i got to go back and you know check on my friend yeah. they all go back there and it's them alone in the cemetery and um, they're trying to comfort her and then all of a sudden she's just like Bam. And I was yeah. like, and I, I did, I lost it. I was like, I was crying. I, I, I was like, oh my God. And it, it does hit you more powerful as a parent, Yeah, you know, you know, obviously as a mother for, for you, but even just as a parent, right. you know, yeah, just, no, sure. just, to, just the idea of losing a child and how to bury your child is, but then she says everything that, you know, most people are going to feel, know. you know. Uh, there was that one line that she said in that where she said that I can go run, you know, a mile or whatever it was, was she it said. Something Texas or something. Yeah, or... and she said, and my daughter can't. Yeah, she never could. Yeah, she I never said, could. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, that's so terrible. Uh, yeah. And she just, and they said, they said that that was shot in one take. Wow. The cemetery scene was shot in one take. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm scene is you know it probably has the biggest comic relief yeah, in any movie i've ever seen i love is that. with uh with uh what's her name uh character and um what was her name oh clarice uh, clarice yeah and, oh, no clary i'm sorry clary, clary. yeah 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 and weezer, and weezer. Yeah. she's telling her to hit weezer <laughs> she's right here i just want to hit something and she goes Hit, hit, hit Weezer. Right here. Right here. Do, it hurt. Do us a favor. Do everybody a favor. And she's going off. And the Weezer turns around. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I know. That, that was I know. Great. And that, then Berlin just busts out laughing. Yeah. Here. Hit this. Go ahead, Malin. Slapper. Are you crazy? Are you high, Clary? Clary, have you lost your mind? We'll sell t-shirts saying I slapped Weezer Boudreaux. Hannah! Miss Clary, enough! Weezer, this is your chance to do something for your fellow man. Knock her lights out, Melissa! Let go of me! 
Millennia just missed a chance of a lifetime. Half a chickapin parish will give the eye teeth to take a whack of ways up. <laughs> it was perfect. I mean, yeah. sometimes your friends just know what you need. You know, they knew she was out of it, and they, she just needed that yeah. moment. And then, well, I was, I was when I was reading about um, about Harling and like you know his writing strategies and stuff. He said that he had a really big writer's block at this insane. You know, because he didn't want to end the movie this way because he was like, this is really deep, really dark. Right. And so he was, he kind of was like, after that monologue, you know, he, he felt really good about it and he was like kind of stuck and he was like, he thought about it. He's like, what would Susan do? Like, what would my sister do? Mm. And um, he thought, you know, she would make it funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she would want people to laugh. Because that's when he, he wrote that in for her. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. That I just felt like she had a lot, a big hand on everything that he did in this, in this movie and play. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm sure. I'm sure everything. Ha- I mean, obviously, just so close to to him, the right. situation that he, every probably word that he wrote on the paper, typed that was it was with yeah, her with her in her. mind. Yeah, I did think uh, that was just my favorite scene. Um, overall scene, just the best performance. And I don't, like I said, I don't know how Sally Field did not get I know, an Oscar nomination, at least a nomination for this. I don't know what she was I up know. against that year. You know, what yeah, would come out that year, but Batman <laughs> <laughs> didn't get an Oscar nomination. Oh. <laughs> this actress, um, uh, the, the scene was really heartbreaking scene was also when Shelby was telling her mom that she was pregnant. Oh my God. That, was, that so was so hard. sad. Yeah. Her mom was so mad. And like, I kept thinking, Oh, she's going to give in. She's going to give it. Nope. No. She was so mad the whole time. Even even at the party, at the announcement, yeah. or it wasn't even, it was an, it was a Christmas party? I think so, yeah, And yeah. then her dad, like, announced, and he was so proud of her, and she just walks away, and then, and then there again, all her friends see her, and they walk over there, and they have this nice conversation with her, and, um, and I get it. I was like, it's so hard as a, like, you're, you know, you can't, you want to be happy, but you know... What well, that, that means, happen, yeah. you know, what that means for but, somebody. But I think it was like, it was already done. Well, yeah, she, like can, she can undo right. it. <laughs> so it was already done. So she was like mad at her for doing it, but it was already done. Yeah. You can't undo it. <laughs> That's tough. That was tough. And I get it. I thought, you know, the whole time I understood what, what she was feeling, why yeah. she was feeling the way she was feeling. I get it. And it just felt for both of them. Yeah. You know, that was the thing. It was like, you felt for, for uh, Shelby because her mom wasn't supportive but you knew what um yeah Malin was was feeling so yeah she has one of my favorite lines in that scene shelby she says i would rather have 30 minutes of wonderful than a lifetime of nothing special yeah that was deep that yeah, was deep. that's one of the biggest lines from that movie yeah yeah that one hit pretty good for sure during, during that scene what was your what, what did you say your favorite scene was i don't know if we... i said it was the blush and bashful oh that's right okay yeah. that was your favorite yeah moment. yeah gotcha I also really love the scene with um, Weezer and uh, Clary in the salon, and they were talking about going to New York or something like that, and how, like, I don't even know why. I mean, it's funny, but it was kind of like, it really had nothing to do with the movie or the play or nothing. It was just kind of out there, because it was just them two. And uh-huh. then, you know, of course, Truby and Anel in there, it's getting their hair done or whatever, and they're talking about the art. You remember she's talking from them in the bathroom? <laughs> Oh yes, with yes. the newspaper, yes. and she's reading from the newspaper, talking about how she should go to New York or whatever. For culture, 
to what? To, to experience culture. Or yeah, something. experience culture and all. Right. And uh, which apparently, I guess, Weezer has a lot of money, you know? Oh, yeah, they, they that, that was kind of that, obvious. Yeah. She just doesn't care, you know, right. she's just whatever. And she's just like, and so she has one of my favorite lines too from her. It says, I do not see plays because I can nap at home for free. <laughs> and I don't see movies because they're trash and they got nothing but naked people in them. And I don't read books because if they're any good, they're going to make them into a miniseries. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> she's, yeah. got, she's got a little mustache wax strips on her <laughs> oh, lips. Oh, yes. And then she says, and I forget what Clary says, but then she comes back with her and she says, I just gonna write him a check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't need to experience it. I'll just write him a check. Oh, yeah. She was gonna support the arts or something. Yeah, and someone, she's like, I'll yeah. just write a check. I love that. I don't know, like, I don't know why. I guess because it was just so funny and, like, lighthearted. Yeah. And it was, I guess it showed a lot of the things that go on in the salon. Just talking about different stuff. Oh, yeah, just, for sure. Just, you know, it doesn't have to be necessarily part of the movie, but it, the, about it, the culture of, you know, salons or whatever. So, and where they go on that, they talk about and the, and the bickering or the, um, the picking on each other is great. Um, all right. So who was your, your favorite, your, your best acting? Oh, Sally Fields. Hands okay. down. Yeah, I Sally love Field. Julia Roberts. She did fantastic, but Sally Fields Sally Field. the top. Yeah. Yeah. Number one, she did the best in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, yeah, Julie Roberts did great. And that scene she did in the beginning, like we talked about from the from the salon when she was having the episode, it was. And then they did great together. Sally Field yeah. and, and Julie Roberts were great. Obviously, they had a lot of good scenes together. Um, just you know, she just showed a lot of motherly love at the same time and caring. Um, so yeah, Sally Field, great. Uh, who's your worst acting or least favorite character? I would say my my least favorite character was Anel. She was so annoying to me, and I felt like she did not need to be in it. <laughs> she like, had her place, but yeah. I, I feel like she could have, like, I, I realized why she was there, because she was trying to show, you know, uh, a newbie coming into town and kind of showing, like, showing her the ropes, so it kind of shows us the ropes, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I understand the purpose, but, like, when she got into, like, the whole religion thing, it was just really annoying. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess it was the point, because she was supposed to be kind of being annoying, and they were kind of all really getting annoyed by her. Until, you know, at the end, I feel like she kind of brought it out, you know, brought it home. But yeah, there were there were moments that her character wasn't very necessary. You know, it's funny because they start the movie with her coming to town. Right. And then they end the movie with her leaving pregnant or having a having the baby. That's right. That's right. So it's like yeah. it was all it was really like she was the start and the end to the movie. I think she was my least favorite or. All the men in this movie, except for the dad, they were all <laughs> annoying. They all had like, they just, you know, well, that the makes sense because they really weren't in the. Place, they weren't. So. <laughs> they, I mean, they weren't about them, but they just didn't have good I know, character moments. Um, the dad Dolly was great. Dolly Parton's husband was trash. Yeah, I'm like, girl, leave that man. I mean, at the end, I guess he kind of learned his lesson and realized his wrong, but yeah, he had like you know he has a depression issues going on. Yeah, exactly. On. <laughs> well, they led they, they alluded to a lot of he had like work issues and couldn't yeah. find a job, and I guess that had a lot of pressure. And yeah, she was trying to help, be helpful, and then yeah, then he ended up getting to the salon. Yeah, the salon. he did have a good good. He really he did redeem himself in the end, yeah. and then he went to the funeral. Yeah, you know he he volunteered himself to go, which was great. Yeah. Um, and then Shelby's husband, I don't really, I don't really care for him. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was kind of there. And then the other girl's, um, boyfriend and oh, husband. He was so weird. He's so weird. I didn't uh, get it. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, that was all the men yeah. were terrible. Well, in that this, makes sense because they except weren't for, really except for except for the dad. He was great. Yeah, he was, he, hilarious. Was, he was hilarious. And it was funny just to see him play a character like that because I'm used to I saw him in like Top Gun. He's like tough right. guy, you know. He's in the military, so he's playing this funny, fun role. It was great. So I also love. Um, another scene too was I also love him with Weezer and the armadillo cake. We had talked oh. about armadillo cake. <laughs> Do you have that quote? No, I don't. Uh, no. So you got something about and I, I didn't write it down because it goes he he says can can we um, call a truce long enough to get a piece of cake? And like I said, it's the armadillo cake. The the the, 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 um, groom's, the groom's cake, cake yeah. is the armadillo, and she just like slices off the back end of it, <laughs> yeah. and then he goes. Thanks, Weezer. That's my good piece of ass. I know she gives him the butt. Uh, I was like, "Oh my god!" That was so and then funny. his response to it. I know <laughs> the inside of the armadillo cake is red. Oh, it was so bad. Oh my god, that was so funny. Just good moment. <laughs> that that part is in the play. The, I don't know. I can't remember. Obviously, the husband wasn't there or the dad, but I do. The armadillo cake is part of the is play. It? I don't remember where it played in part or if they just talked about it or what, but. A lot of it is they just talked about it, but I can't remember. But that that is in the play because I remember thinking that's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> so random. Um, I'll talk about a couple of things that didn't work for me that I didn't really or I noticed that I didn't oh, like. Oh yeah, I know you like to do this. Or a couple of minor minor things. Um, one was the the accents. I wasn't a fan of the accents. They weren't all cohesive. Um, obviously, Dolly Parton has her own accent. She and that's real. That's real. <laughs> uh, Actually, I think Julia Roberts has. Well, she's from Georgia. Southern accent, yeah. She had southern she accent. But, slapped it on a little strong. But that's what but I think. I think she 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 tried to yeah, a little strong. Yeah. Um the other ones weren't that bad. They were kind of southern, but they were none of them were really Louisiana accents. Kind of I don't know. They didn't sound you Well, know. they may not all be from there, Caleb. They were all in that town. They all lived in that town. <laughs> but yeah, I think Julie yeah, Julia Rob- Roberts' accent was probably the worst. Yeah. I think she just slapped it on too thick. And it got better. It, got, it did t- get better, yeah. That first scene, oh my gosh. Yeah, it was rough that first. And that's, I, I turned to you during the movie, and uh, Dolly Parton comes in. And I said, they had to get a, a, a real Southern person in here to, to have a real Southern accent. Yeah. Um, but it didn't really take me out of the movie. Just that one part, I think, at the beginning took me out of yeah, it. Yeah, that first scene. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of accents you can do, as long as you're not too heavy on it, you can get away with a lot of accents. And I think that's what the problem was when they tried to do it too heavy. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Okay, I, I just noticed this during the, the movie. I don't know why, that like when they were in the salon and they had that hair dryer, well, she had the hair dryer going and was like, there's no way, I just, I don't, there's no way <laughs> that it was the real hair dryer. <laughs> first of all, it wasn't blowing her hair, yeah. but it had the sound of it. I was like, you cannot have a real hairdryer going and pick up the sound because it would just ruin the sound right. in the movie, you know? It's just funny because I listen to some movie, some uh, podcasts and stuff that talk about, like, how things are done in, in there. And so I, I don't know why that just stood out to me. I'm like, they couldn't have done it. They could not have done a hairdryer like that. It was just not blowing either. That's funny. It I was, never noticed it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, another thing I noticed was, um, okay, so all these... Every moment in this in this um, movie, all the all the moments were based in hol- holidays. They started in Easter. They had Christmas. That's right. Every event that we watched in this movie was based on the uh, was ho- different holidays. Uh-huh. And so uh, one 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 of them was 
the Christmas scene when they're they're outside and they're putting the Christmas decorations on the house. Oh yeah. And I'm looking. Nell is yeah. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm like, this is scene. This scene is filmed in the middle of the summer. I was like, everything is bright. Everything's green as it could be. Yeah. And it's just the sun is so bright. And then it turns out it was filmed in August. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm right. <laughs> yeah. Like, when they did the um the 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 carnival, that was a Christmas carnival. Yeah. That was filmed in the hot summer because they said that um um was um. Shoot, what's Weezer's actress name? Uh, Weezer, um, hang on. Uh, Shirley McLean? Yeah, Shirley McLean. Yeah, she said that during that scene, she said it was so hot. So hot. Oh, yeah. And she said she, but at that moment, after they had that scene, for whatever reason, I'm not really sure, I can't remember any crazy thing that went on in that scene, but she said she turned to the director and she said, um, this is going to be something special. Oh yeah. yeah. How about the movie or the the movie? Oh yeah. yeah. And she's like, and he's like, yeah. She says it is. It's gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, that was that was. I didn't realize that either until yeah, I saw that line. I was like, oh, I guess it was filmed in the hot summer. Yeah. But it was at night. I mean, really well, yeah. Tell. But the Christmas lights were all during the day. They were putting on the Christmas decorations right, right, and right, stuff. Yeah. That's no, what, but I'm talking about the carnival. The scene. carnival. Yeah. yeah, you couldn't tell that one. And most of them you couldn't tell. I mean, springtime and summer, you can get away with a lot of that. I mean, one was the 4th of July, which is the other one with uh, Jack Jr.'s uh, first birthday. Uh-huh. This thing took me out a little bit because obviously it's a jump forward in time. Right. Because when Jack's birthday. So, and I thought it was so strange. And I'm watching this. Um, and they never, sh- they, they show Jack Jr. sitting in the lap and they have everybody sitting around the table. It's all outside. And it's like 4th of July. Oh, they never showed Julie they Roberts. They never showed Julie know, Roberts' that's face. That's so weird. And I was like, why? I, and that was really me, weird. To me, I thought she had passed away. I did too. I know. I, I know. I've seen this before. <laughs> yeah. I thought she had passed away and then we're going to catch up to what happened. And then this, I didn't know. That how was the, really weird. I didn't I know how know. the movie was going to go. So I'm like, maybe this is all the, this is. A tribute. The this next is going scene, to be, uh, you see her. Yeah, in the same and so I'm like, outfit. what happened? So apparently, the the she child, said, oh. no, the child didn't like her. <laughs> got scared and was crying. So it was actually the mother that was holding Aww. her in that, holding the baby in that scene, which I think it was a girl. I think that Jack Jr. was played by a girl. Uh, so they got scared, and so that's why we never see Julia Roberts' face oh, in that funny. scene. That was very obvious. It was. The mom. I'm, like, it was. I'm so confused. It I was, was like, so what weird. Going on? It really took me out. Like, did she was she sick that day? Or? Exactly. <laughs> it took me out of the movie for a second to figure out to understand what was going on because, like you said, it was. Um, I thought she had died. Like oh, I thought we really were weird. just going to say like, oh, we just blushed over her passing away, and it's all about them raising the baby as a. I thought that's what it was going to be about uh, them raising yeah. the baby as. A fa- you know, um, as a group or something like that. So that's a good concept. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. We've seen that before. Yeah. Uh, that's been, so uh, those were the those are the things that didn't they kind of stood out that didn't work. And it's funny that they actually found out the reasons why. Yeah. Not those work. I mean, it had to be a reason. I was like, it was so obvious. Like I was like, what happened? Yeah. Here? Um, all right, go over some. Let's go over some of your quotes. And I think we went through a lot of the facts that I found. So. All right. You well, did a couple did, of them. I did a couple already. Yes, like I said, I did a quote for each character, but Anel, sorry, Anel. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But uh, yeah, I already did Weezer's. She was the one about um, uh, the plays, and then Truvy's. My favorite was hers. Um, she says, "Sammy's." Oh my god, this is in the beginning. I laughed so hard at this one. Um, says Sammy's so confused, he don't know whether to scratch his watch or wind his butt. <laughs> 
<laughs> she had a lot of good one-liners. Weezer? Too. No, oh, which this one? is Truvy. Truvy. Oh, Dolly yeah, Parton. Yeah, yeah. Truvy, yeah. Weezer did too, but yeah, I feel like Truvy had some good one-liners, especially in the beginning. Um, she had so got, many. I got I, one from her. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. You I choose. got one from her. It says, there's so much static electricity in this room. I, I pick up everything. I pick up everything but boys and money. <laughs> yeah, see, she says it's good, like Southern one-liners. And I gotta say it in Southern act. Try to say it in Southern act. I know, right? Um, and then I already said Shelby's. Hers was the Thirty Minutes of Wonderful. Oh yeah. Um, Clary was. Um, well, you know they. Well, you know they say if you can't say anything nice about anybody, come sit by me. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. <laughs> and I love that. Like I like talking bad about people, but. You can't be always just being Miss Nice all the time. Because then I feel like you're just fake. So, yeah, I, mean, I get it, you know? I get it. <laughs> I got one from uh, okay. Claire. Clary. Clary. Um, says, Weezer, you sound almost chipper. What happened today? You run over a small child or something? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> and then she says, uh, oh, she goes, she says, uh, Clary, she goes, Weezer, I didn't recognize. Uh, I'd recognize this penmanship anywhere. You have the handwriting of a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. She she really laid into to Weezer. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Really I said them back and it. forth are great. Yeah, I love it. Um, and then I already said my lens, which was uh, don't decorate your sister's car with condoms. It's tacky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh, we already said Didn't that. Didn't have one. too many funny ones. The one that the sanctuary looked like had been hosed with the Pedro Bismol. Oh, so yeah, that yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Um, a Weezer says, A dirty mind is a terrible thing to waste. <laughs> <laughs> I also love her quote. I don't have it written down, but it's the one where um, it's in that same scene again about the plays where they said something about. Uh, what's wrong with you? Why are you so mad? And she's, mm-hmm. she's, like, she's like, I went to the market and I said, Hey, to. Uh, what's his face? Dog, and, yeah. yeah, and yeah. I don't even know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was, she was, oh, uh, yeah, those are great. The one liners, there's a lot more we could have picked from. Oh, yeah, there's so many, but those, those are my favorite. That's why I was like, I'll just narrow it down one for each. How about that? Yeah, uh, the tagline in this movie was funniest movie to ever make you cry. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's actually a line in there, too. I don't, I think it was, um, Malin who said something about, um, um, crying happy tears or something like that. I forget what it was. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and I did all these. The 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 town. Uh, what did we say that name was? Nachachas. Nachachas. Nachacha. Uh, but the house where the Still Magnolias was filmed is now a bed and breakfast, and has been renamed Still Magnolias House. And guests right. can stay there, and they're named after the the rooms are named after the characters. Oh, how cool. So if you want to go stay at the Steel Magnolia house, you can. Sure. That sounds fun. All right. Um, that about right. Do you have anything else? You f- go through all of it? Oh, I did find mm-hmm. out. So CBS uh, picked it up into a, uh, a series in 1990. It was a half-hour television pilot sitcom aired on August 17th. Um, the pilot set after the events of the movie, so all, featuring all the same characters except for Shelby, and that was it. <laughs> That was it. Never didn't, saw it again. Didn't uh, didn't last. <laughs> didn't get last. Didn't get picked didn't up. Didn't get picked up. Nope. Then they did a remake with. Um, they did. That was a Lifetime movie. That's a Lifetime movie yeah. in uh, mm-hmm. 2014 with Queen Latifah. Yeah, Queen Latifah. And yeah. All. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was good. I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, good. I, I enjoyed looking up stuff about the movie. I was, I didn't know anything about it. A lot of movies, 
like Rudy, especially the ones I pick, are I know a little bit already about it and right. know kind of the directions I want to like notes well, and most, talk in about. Fairness, most of my movies you don't know anything about. Well, true, true. <laughs> but this one was fun. This one's a different style movie. A real drama. This one's a real drama with a lot of comedy. What'd you call it? Uh, <laughs> drama com. Drama com. <laughs> <laughs> a drama com it's a real drama com yeah, it's going worldwide guys yep. <laughs> you heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> patent where it's recorded it's it's real yeah that's right so but yeah i just um the more i looked into it the i i enjoyed learning more about the movie as well so all right so time to go down to ratings time for the his and am her I, ratings am i gonna get a five i pulled out the big guns for this one caleb it well, ain't gonna get much better than this this one's funny <laughs> just go silly you. no you thought you pulled out the big guns with dirty dancing i think you just no i just, didn't i that was one of my favorite movies i, I know but think i don't think like it actually i don't think this one i think you just thought this was a good one to do no i did, did. this was the big guns oh this was the big you guns. pulled out rudy because it's inspiring oh, okay and so this is not really inspiring but it's it's very moving, you it's know. Very moving. It's very moving. It's very powerful. It's different than what I've done. Um, I feel like it can go guy or girl that likes this movie. Yeah. You know, I feel well, this like is I really more do. geared toward women. I mean, yeah, for sure. But I mean, it I can mean, go both ways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so it's Rudy. But obviously, I mean, I will say that. I mean, any guy out there, I mean, go watch this movie. Take, you know, yeah. Go watch this movie. Put your, you know, put it on for you and your your, your wife or. Your, or your woman to watch it with you. Yeah, or watch it by yourself. They'll, they'll appreciate it's, it's great, yeah. I think they'll appreciate it if they haven't seen it. I think, yeah, it's just it's just a great, it's a great right, movie. Stop stalling. What you got for um, me? I kept going back and forth. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I'll have to give it, what'd I get, what'd I give uh, You Get Mail? I don't know. That's like a three and a half or a four. I don't know. I don't know if it's, it's either, a, I can't, I keep going. I think it's four and a quarter. No, we cannot do quarters. <laughs> well, so you okay. say four and a half. <laughs> I'll say okay. I'll do four and a half. That's a four and a half. All right. It's a four and a half. I'll take the it. The only thing, and I kept going. So I, I kept thinking about it. How rewatchable this is, you know? I'm like, and that was. I thought it was a great movie. Great acting. Great cast. Uh, really funny. Good. I mean, the the jokes and everything hit. They. There weren't a lot that didn't hit. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's really good writing. I think it's the good placements in the movie. But I was like, how rewatchable is this? Because that I think that's our biggest Right. Over I mean, the that's top. why I gave Rudy a five, because it's so inspiring. Yeah. I would rewatch it again. Right. But like I love Gladiator. Gladiator was so deep and like just, you know, hits your soul and like, I'm exhausted, yeah. you know? And so I can see that how, you know, Stu Magnolia is the same way. Yeah. yeah. And, but the more I thought about it, I think it, I was a four and the, the, the more I thought about it, I think I gave it that extra half star because, <laughs> because I think I could rewatch this, not immediately, but I would, I would rewatch this. Yeah, I'm telling you, the more, the more, the later we we put off these podcast recordings, <laughs> I feel like the better you feel about the movie. Because it's like, been like three days. It's been yeah, another, like three it's been like days three since we've we seen it. I felt because I felt the same way when we watched. Um, what was it that we watched that? Girl, oh, oh, you watched the, Hunt for Red October. Yeah, like the submarine movie. Yeah, Hunt for <laughs> Red October. Ever remember that name of that movie? <laughs> It's just a weird name. I don't know. I mean, I get it, but anyways. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. I got my highest rating. Yeah, it was a four and a half. Not you a five yet. So not I a five. That. I don't think I'll ever reach a five. I'm gonna be honest. But well, there are some other. There's some other. Mo I mean, some things that just don't. There aren't just my. 
thing. Yeah, but it's never going to be perfect, uh, well, Caleb. Yeah. Okay. Four and a half is pretty close. It is. That's what I'm saying. I don't think I'll ever reach a five. If you can't give Steel Magnolias a five, then I'm never going to reach a five. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> well, fine. I, I'll, I'm good with it. You're good with it? I What'd am. you expect? Did you expect I, I expected you a high number. Okay. If you didn't, you didn't have a soul. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be honest. I'm like, if you give this a three, I'm like, you don't have a soul. Like, really. <laughs> Uh, did you get that feeling that I was enjoying it, watching it? or you I just, did. I mean, okay. we laughed, cried, laughed yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. That's funny because it's like, I just don't know where it was going. Like, that's the, that's the whole thing is like, I just don't know what to expect. Didn't watch a trailer, didn't know anything, yeah. what to expect, where it was going. Uh, as the movie progressed, you could see which way it was going, but I still didn't know. Well, I feel like it, it does a really good I knew what was going to happen. It does a really good job of like keeping your predictability at bay. You know, like I feel like, you can predict, okay, yes, you know, Shelby's probably going to die, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But, but you like, didn't know what they were going to do after that. Right. What but was, I feel like the the scenes that were funny and then the dramatic ones and then it's funny, it kind of keeps you up and down, up and down, up and down, which makes a great play. And that's why sometimes, sometimes plays don't do well in movies, but, you know, sometimes they do great. I feel like it's yeah. either one or the it's other. It's how you adapt into it. Yeah. Right. That's like any, like... Like we thought, like that's what you have to do for like plays. Like you have to keep people on their toes because you, you know, they're just sitting there in a theater watching, especially if it's a one scene or one set movie and yeah, one set it's play. It's all about writing yeah. at that point. It's all about the writing and how they, how it's delivered to the audience. And so, I mean, it's the same thing here, like in anything, but um, you don't have other things that could make up for it. Like the scenery and cinematography and yeah. um, different things. But so, anyways, cool. that's it. I love it. That's it. All right, Steel now, Magnolias. What movie are we gonna watch next, Kayla? I get to pick it. All right, so the next movie we're gonna watch, I'm going the most modern movie we've done so far. Okay. And I know this movie you've seen before. Okay, give me a year. I like guessing. I got. I did good with Rudy. You did. <laughs> so, all right, this one. I know you've seen it before. But, but not James Bond. <laughs> no, it's not James Bond. Uh, it's a comedy. And I just think the audience will really like it. Okay. I think they will want to hear us talk about it. A lot of people like this movie. It's kind of popular. Um, so it's from 2004. What could you think? It really doesn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> now um, you might say something just embarrass yourself. I know, right? <laughs> uh, uh, 2004. I said the year you, the year you graduated high school. I don't know. I'm terrible with right. years. It Just is. Tell me. It's probably the best of, our, of the modern of our generation as far as clean, um, non you know raunchy, not rated R comedies. We're going with the 2004 movie Anchorman: The Legend of Ron Burgundy. <laughs> not raunchy. <laughs> not <laughs> that bad. Said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could pick other Will Ferrell and movies that. Or a little yeah. worse. That's a good. That's a good pick. I have seen the movie before. It's not my favorite. I do like it, but I haven't seen it in a long time. So yeah. it'll be interesting. I haven't see. seen it in a while. I've seen bits and pieces on TV. Yeah. It does come on TV a lot. But um, actually, I think the, the second one actually comes on a lot more now that I've seen. And I haven't seen that one all. The, I may have seen it once all the way through, but um, okay. Yeah. But I think it's a good, more up to date one that people will. People enjoy talking about and listening yeah. to us talk about. There's I a lot lamp. of I Heart Lamp. 
favorite part. I, I heart lamp. <laughs> Steve Carell's movie is great. Oh, he's such a great. <laughs> he's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a great cast in this movie. So well, so I know uh, we don't have to talk about this on on air or on the on podcast, the... but uh, did we want to do movies? I mean, uh, oh my god. <laughs> Do we want to do movies? Yeah, I think we're going to do movies for this podcast. <laughs> do we want to do Christmas movies in okay. honor of December? Because that would be probably my pick next, right? Or we maybe could probably this one. pick one know. or two. This one, this one will come out uh, in on um, November twentieth. So you probably have another pick, and then my next pick will be in December. So okay. we might go. So do we want to do Christmas movies? I do want to do Christmas movies, but. But we watched all of them. Sorry, we watched a together. lot of yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so I don't. Maybe we just do one. We don't do them all. We can pick your favorite and my favorite. Yeah. And talk about we can people do that. will want to listen to it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that's what it's about too. It's not just movies that we don't like. You like get to pick I a wish, movie. I wish we kind of did a Halloween movie, like like a slight scare. We could have done Hubie, Hubie Halloween. <laughs> Hubie Halloween for <laughs> Netflix. Yeah. We could have done. We could have done something. But, no, I think now that we're into it and we're I'm kind of watching when these. Films. Okay, or these episodes I'll are pick a lifetime out. movie. Oh my god! <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you go with your, you and your mama can go. Can <laughs> I really go don't like them. I think they're funny though. How <laughs> they laugh? Like ironically them. funny. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. So. All right. Well, let's close this out. Let's close I'm getting it out. Tired over here. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> well, this lasted longer than I thought too. So <laughs> they always do. They always do. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everybody for sticking with us this long. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let's uh, look forward to hearing from y'all uh, next week. Yeah. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.